Cura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Kia Wellington. You're listening to Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. This is B-Side Stories, stories of the people who make Wellington tick. And I'm Laura Kewen. Uh, this week on the show, we're going to play a bunch of local Wellington music in the second half, so do stay tuned if you're a music lover. And in the first half, we're talking about Wellington's Pride Festival. Uh, it was bigger than ever this year with a program of over 70 events that stretched over 17 days and kicked off with the annual Out in the Park, and for this year, Wellington's first Pride Parade in over 20 years. And I'm joined with one of the organizers of the Wellington Pride events, Adrienne Gerling. She's here to talk about her work, and Adrienne has also just been recognized with an absolutely positively Wellington Award. Thanks thanks for coming in. Welcome to the show, Adrienne. Hi, thanks for having me. So... First off, congratulations are in order because you've got an award from the city. How does it feel to be recognized by the council? Thanks. I was pretty blown away by it, actually. Um, kind of been plugging away at the events with my head down and kind of in surrounded by the community and um, the, the LGBTIQ community. And yeah. then to, to have that recognition from outside of the community by the mayor and the city was pretty amazing. And just kind of came out of nowhere for me. <laughs> it was a bit of a shock. Cool. So, yeah, uh, I've talked about, like, Out in the Park and Wellington Pride Parade. Like, everyone knows what that is. But mm. do you want to explain what those events are all about? Yeah, sure. Uh, so we've had Out in the Park, which is uh, our annual fair. Um, for That was our 31st year. So we've actually been going for... 30, 31 years. Um, it started in Newtown School and uh, just kind of kept growing and expanding. And two years ago, last year, we uh, we kind of graduated to Waitangi Park um, and it just had full day uh, lineup of entertainment on the stage, uh, mostly Wellington performers. Um something like 75 stalls um, selling things or um, lots of food stalls or information stalls from local organizations. Um, and it was just, it's just like a big community day when we all kind of get together. and Yeah. And, and it's all, so it's all like just a big celebration for the LGBTQIA community. Yeah. It's it's a celebration and it's also a recognition of how kind of how far we've come as a community, but also really acknowledging the issues that are still facing the community and and um, LGBTIQ people and um, what more we we need to do. It's kind of like coming together to have fun with each other um, and just go, hey, look at how far we've come. But yeah. It's but a- also not losing sight of the fact that there are still issues that we need to keep working on and pushing forward sure so it's a party yeah it's a party (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh okay cool so um how do you how do you organize the festival well so this was our second year of having a multi-day festival so last year um we created the wellington pride festival tu whakahihi e te whanganui atara 
which is um, almost like a sort of like a fringe festival in a way in that we basically just provide the platform. So we being at Wellington, that, it's, that's our society name. Yeah. Um, so Out Wellington provides a platform and says, okay, we're having a festival for during these dates and yeah. put a shout out to the community, um, to the LGBTQ community to say, hey, showcase what you're doing or put on some events or is there anything you want to do or, um, or just, yeah, it basically, it's the community who runs the festival. So yeah. anybody who wants to put on any events would, can anything they wanted to th- put on. Like anything they could dream of, we kind of support that and uh, encourage it and just make it happen. Yeah. So Out Wellington is like the organizing committee? Yeah. Yeah. And and do they exist just to put on this Pride Festival? Yeah. So it started to put on Out in the Square, as we were called. We used to be in Civic Square. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was really exists just to put on that fair, that one day fair. Um, but now it's expanded to also include the parade, as you mentioned, as well as the whole multi-day festival. So we went from nine-day festival in 2016 to a 17-day festival in 2017. Yeah. Um, so and that was we grew so much so quickly because of the response from the community. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just the community obviously really had a lot of creativity to that they wanted to kind of showcase or just just produce events that they wanted to produce and yeah. um really i think it just could keep getting bigger and bigger <laughs> okay so what's an example of like an event that maybe you might not expect that ended up as part of the festival because people just really wanted to put it on well, we had a lot of youth events this year. We actually had cool. a youth rep on the committee who was really dedicated to to making sure there were events in there that young people could go to. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Pride events tend to happen in bars or in our 18 venues. And so it kind of, you know, peop- young people are coming out earlier and earlier, younger and younger these days. Mm-hmm. So um, it's really providing events for for young people to enjoy as well. So we had uh, a youth ball um, that was attended by 200 young people, um, 13 to 18-year-olds. So that was just a chance for those young people to actually go to a ball, not worry about who they went with, not worry about what they had to wear um, and what, you know, gender they were presenting as and all of those things. So, um, and balls can be quite a, a tricky thing to go to in schools when you are a, a trans person or a non-binary person or a gay person. Um, and so this was a, yeah, an opportunity to actually just provide that a safe space for the young people to come and have fun and just be who they are. Great. So that was one example. We also had drag queen story time in the library, um, in Wellington city library. And one of our resident drag queens, Laquisha St. Redfern, read from some storybooks. Uh, I think there was one where there were penguin, two penguin dads, I think. Okay. Yeah. So this little penguin being raised by two penguin dads. Just reading. Read from it, yeah. Like picture books. Yep. Yeah. To a room full of families and kids. And I think one of, there were two. 
Uh, I think there were 50 or so people who actually came out to one of them on a Saturday morning to to hear Lucretia read from the storybook. <laughs> yeah. So those are two examples. But we just, they were extremely diverse events, to be honest. Yeah. It was just walking tours and tours of Zealandia and mm. um, drag shows at night and just all sorts of things. Neat. And I understand that Out Wellington is just a bunch of volunteers. Yeah, it's a volunteer-run festival. Yeah. All volunteer, yeah. Yeah. So we all have full-time jobs on top of this. So I've basically had two full-time jobs for the last two-plus years. Yeah. Yeah. And the big announcement is that you're not chairing Out Wellington. Yeah, it's it's true. (laughs) It is the big announcement. I I stepped down at the AGM just a week and a half ago, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I just need a bit of a rest after working two full-time jobs. I for, can imagine. Yeah. And, the, and the festival has grown enormously over the past few years? Yeah, it has. Um, when I first got involved in... I first joined the committee in 2014, and um, Karen Harris and I joined around the same time and, and decided to put our energy into organizing the parade. So we mm. actually... Um, in your intro, you said it was this year was the first Wellington Pride Parade, and it, it was the I first read. one that hit the streets. But oh. we did have two um, before that that were walking parades on along the waterfront, and oh. yeah, um, Cuba Street. The first one was so Karen and I really put all our energy into creating the the first parade back in 2015. Cool, um, and then we kind of got. Somehow became co-chairs the following year <laughs> of the whole thing, and we just kept going. We were, were suckers for punishment. Um, Karen kept focusing on the on the parade and growing the parade, and I put my attention to starting the festival, the multi-day festival. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's it's been a huge amount of growth. Yeah. Yeah, and do do y'all have like? special expertise in like organizing and community events that you bring to the table or you just make it up as you go? Not really. We (laughs) kind of make it up as we go along, (laughs) to be honest. Um, I mean, there's, there have been a lot of amazing people on the, on the committee who have organized events in the past, um, either for themselves or for their, their kind of smaller communities. Um, or just putting on shows at bars and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have any real background in organizing events. Yeah. Um, it just, I actually, I, I was doing, my, uh, doing a PhD at Victoria University, Wellington, and I submitted my PhD and just was raring to go. Like, I was just like, I need to, I'm, I've been cooped up in this office thinking and thinking and thinking and writing and writing and writing. And it is time to just get out there and do something different. And so I thought, (laughs) oh, I'll help put on this parade. Um, (laughs) And I honestly thought I would be part of a a big team of people devoted to the parade. But actually, it was just Karen and I (laughs) who put on that first parade. And we we would just, it was so much fun. We would send each other texts. I mean, I didn't. I was didn't have a job at the time. I was looking for work, so sure. I was putting all my energy into this. And we would send each other texts about, I don't know, glitter and glitter cannons, and um, <laughs> where can we find cardboard so that we can get people to, so we could donate materials to people to make banners and mm-hmm. make signs and things for the parade. And yeah, um, 
we were we started meeting all sorts of people, really interesting people. Um, we quickly met Jan Logie, the Green MP, and she was super excited about the idea of having a parade and said she was going to uh, put together a group of people who were going to learn how to roller skate in formation along the waterfront. <laughs> um, unfortunately, that year we actually had to cancel because of the weather. Oh, no. That's always a risk in Wellington. I know. Um, so we didn't actually get to see Jan Logie and the Green Party roller, roller skate skating as a formation. <laughs> they but learned to roller skate, especially yeah, for that. The amount of text <laughs> messages we sent each other, Karen and I, about, oh, no, what do we do? Because there weren't really any um, health and safety requirements. <laughs> we kept, what do we do if Jan Logie or anyone from the Green Party end up in the harbor <laughs> on their roller skates? You so. need, like, a flotation device with you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we had, yeah, we had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. Um, when we became chairs, it was we actually had to deal with other bigger, um, more serious things as well. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know, even just stuff for the fair, making sure that all the gazebos were up to code and that we, you know, toilets and all the logistical things like that. Those were a bit less fun than yeah, <laughs> um, glitter cannons and. Wow. Roller skates, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's kind of like how the Pride Festival happens. But do you want to talk a little bit about why it happens or why you find it really important? Yeah, well, our, our, we have four really overarching goals, I guess, for that we have in mind when we create these events. Um, and one is to connect the community, so the LGBT. BTIQ community, make sure that, because all those letters represent different identities and different people, and we have such a diverse community that it's important that we actually come together. It's easy to Mm. kind of have factions or to have smaller communities within the wider one. Um, And so that's the time to actually, for all of us to come together and and actually get to know each other and across those kind of, I don't know, lines. Um, Sure. We're also... Another goal is to engage the community. So just to actually provide events for ourselves almost um, to that people are interested in so that when when people from the community come to an event, they actually see themselves there represented on the stage or they see, you know, it's so often in the mainstream society that that we as um, a minority, I guess, uh, don't really see ourselves represented. It's like you're watching TV, you don't really see a lesbian character, you might not see um, a trans character or person or a politician or anyone, you know? It's, it's, it's so often that you don't see yourself, that mm. it's really important to provide spaces and provide events and provide ongoing things like this where people can actually see themselves represented mm-hmm. um, and connect and it's connect with that. So that's mm-hmm. another one. And also to, we just, there are still a lot of issues facing our community and it's really important that we raise visibility of those and just of us as people, you know, um, just that we haven't reached all of our, we haven't solved all the issues with marriage equality. Um, you know, that was one piece of the puzzle, but there's a lot of other, other things going on. And um, also celebrating, you know, the differences between us 
too, and, and having visibility over that. So sure. there's there's a lot to it. Um, uh, and the fourth one was really just about inclusion and making sure that everyone feels included and yeah. can actually come along. So there is a piece there of, of actually saying to wider Wellington, come and get to know us and come to our events and join us and uh, let's talk about some of this stuff together. Um, but a lot of it is really for those who identify with the community. Yeah. So there's a bit of both. Yeah. Mm. And do people like it? What kind of feedback do you get from people who just go and oh, yeah. go for the party? Yeah, the feedback's been amazing. Um, I When we decided to create the multi-day festival, the, the idea behind that was to say, well, actually we can't, we can't represent or provide um, an event for the whole community that everyone in our community is going to enjoy with a one day event. Um, so the idea was we can have lots of diverse events uh, put on by our diverse community. Mm-hmm. And then people can look at a at the schedule of the program and say, oh, you know, I'd really, really want to see that art show or I really, really want to go to that um, theater or see that play. Um, yeah. And rather than just saying, oh, that's a queer thing or an LGBTIQ thing, I have to go because I'm in that group. It's like, actually, I want to go because that really appeals to me or really speaks to me or I see myself represented there. And so I think that we've actually managed to to hit that. Like we've had, I, I went to a lot of the events this year mm-hmm. and the audiences were packed and almost all of the events were were packed. And there were different crowds at every event. So yeah. it wasn't just the same group of people going to all the events, but it was actually kind of hitting that mark that we were, we were trying to hit. Yeah. 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 And um, you talked about marriage equality. When we think about, like, uh, how New Zealand is doing, uh, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to get at is do events like the Pride Parade and Out in the Park mm. have a role to play in getting legislation changed or changing attitudes uh, in society? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, again, it's like we are providing a platform to raise issues. So I think um, as well as celebrate, but also raise issues. And through that, uh, you know, a lot of we do engage widely with um, politicians and with other members of society who are other leaders and um so through that that does end up happening uh and then just anytime we have any media coverage i guess that really kind of becomes part of the national conversation then um which helps immensely uh helps us actually be on the radar and actually you know move forward with some of the things that are still facing us so definitely i've um queued up uh, uh, a little audio for um, people listening. This is um, the Waiata that was sung in Parliament when um, the marriage equality bill got passed. Mm. So I just wanted to play that because it's such a special moment. And Beautiful. I remember when it happened in 2013. I just like, watched that video over and over again because it seemed like such a unifying moment and the country was so proud. Yeah. So we'll play that. Great. The eyes are 77 the nose up 44. 
the doors. Unlock the doors. Marriage, definition of marriage amendment bill, third reading. Now I, un I understand a... a, a This is B-Side Stories. I'm Laura Kewen. You're listening to Wellington Access Radio, 106.1 FM. Uh, I'm talking to Adrian Gerling, uh, who organizes uh, Wellington's Pride Festival. Um, how did that feel he hearing that um, classic YouTube clip of uh, the Wyatta sung in Parliament when uh, same-sex marriage was legalized? I still get chills when I, I just got chills listening to that. Um, yeah. Almost brought a tear to my eyes, actually. Mm. Yeah, it was a really, really powerful moment. Yeah. And I remember hearing, uh, actually coming together with the community in one of the bars in Wellington at S&M's, and it was packed, and we watched that on, on a, you know, the, a big screen on the wall, and it was just a completely packed house in the bar, and... Yeah, there was a lot of crying and hugging and cheering <laughs> and singing along to that. And yeah, it just brings me right back there. So that's a great moment. But you did talk about how there's there's more issues mm. for um, the LGBTQ community mm. and um, things, more things to work on. So is, it, is there anything in particular on the agenda that you have in mind that you um, it continues to come up? And Yeah, well, I think really we need to be just still working to make things better for young people. Um, so there's just the suicide rate for young people in New Zealand is really, really high. Um, I think New Zealand, unfortunately, leads with, is a kind of a leader, in, unfortunately, and not in a good way Yeah. Um, with that statistic. And it's particularly bad for or particularly true for LGBTIQ young people. 
Um, and so we can't really stop working to make things better until that changes. Um, and in particular for it's really gender identity and um, transgender rights and rights for intersex people, I think that deserves a lot more attention than it, than they get. Um, so we just need to to keep having conversations. I wanted to ask a little bit about your background and, mm. and what brought you to Wellington? Uh, I came to Wellington in 2008 from Canada and um, I came to do my PhD here, actually. That was the reason I came here. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what was your PhD? What was the subject? Cross-cultural psychology. Okay. Yeah. So Because I did read cross-cultural psychology, but I didn't know what that was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can tell you about it. <laughs> um, it's sort of the same as psychology, but, but actually taking into consideration the effect that culture has on behavior or culture has on the way that we think and um, the way we interact with each other. Mm-hmm. And... So it's really psychology should just be cross-cultural, <laughs> I think. Like, okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's just my bug to bear, probably. Yeah. Um, there aren't that many cross-cultural psychology programs in the world, and there's a really good one at Vic. So nice. um, that is what drew me here. And actually, I had planned to come here, do my PhD, and then go home. Um, and I finished in 2014, and... <laughs> launched myself into the festival and the organizing and um, didn't go home, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And now I don't really have plans to go home in the near future. Yeah, you call Wellington home. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Anything in particular that did it for you? You just like it? I think actually being connected to a community and putting on these events and actually doing something that's just bigger than me and my immediate circle, that definitely made me connect more with Wellington and and Wellington's just such a cool place to like you can any anything you want to do you can make happen in Wellington I feel like like if there's anything at all in your mind that you are interested in or that you you think oh it'd be really cool if I could go to something like this and you haven't seen it in Wellington you can actually just make that happen yeah um it's because we're such a tight knit community. It's so easy to meet someone else who can help you along that path. And, um, it's just, I think the last three years with the festival have been a testament to that, that, um, you can dream really big and actually make it happen pretty quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so I just think, yeah, Wellington's amazing for that. That's what did it really. Fantastic. What do you think the future holds for the pride festival? Um, well, I think it's in... Keep getting bigger and bigger? Well, yeah, it is getting bigger and bigger, and it's gone to new co-chairs, uh, Stephen and Greg, and a new committee has just been elected, um, and I think it's in really capable hands, and they'll kind of... I'm excited to see where they take it and how they make it their own, but mm-hmm. also just how the community keeps coming together to just keep making it happen, getting bigger and better. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll still go along to enjoy the party, oh, yeah. even though you're not the chair <laughs> I definitely will still be around. You can't get rid of me that quickly. Um, yeah. I don't know that I'm out completely, but um, 
definitely needed the break, but who knows? In a couple of years, I might rejoin. We'll see you'll, how it you'll, goes. You'll be running to be chairing in with all your new ideas. Yeah, here. exactly. Maybe in three years. <laughs> well, uh, enjoy your very well-deserved break and hopefully uh, a bit more free time. Thank you. And um, wonderful to hear about the Pride Festival in Wellington. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me.